I was privileged back in 2004, my senior year of high school, to go to Rome as a, a choir tour. And what was beautiful about that experience is that I got to, to see St. John Paul II. St. John Paul II has been a, a saint and patron of mine for my, ever since then. But St. John Paul II, we are, if we were not celebrating Sunday Mass today, I mean Sunday Mass, it would be his feast day today. And so we are, I would like to reflect upon his life a little bit and just explain how and talk about how the, he connects to the readings a little bit. What's beautiful is so is that in the first reading, we see here that it takes, well, that we see that the God of love is in control even when we can't see it. He says, Isaiah says, It is I who arm you, though you know me not, so that toward the rising and the setting of the sun, people may know that there is none besides me. I am the Lord, there is no other. What's, so St. John Paul II had this mantra in his own life. He knew that God the God of love and mercy was in control, even if he didn't see it. When he was just 21 years old, he lost his mom and dad. He also lost his siblings, two siblings. And by the age of nine, he lost his mom and his brother and his, his sister. So it was really his only his dad that was with him for those 12 years. But then he lost his dad too. And so he's... And, but yet, this, he realized that he could have been bitter and turned away from God, questioning God and everything. But, or he could have followed God knowing that he loves and trusts in that love and mercy. He decided to do the latter. And what a great Pope of mercy he had been. What a great man of mercy he had been based with that experience. He also grew up during the time of the Nazis, and so his seminary formation was underground. And so, because they would have killed him. They, they would have persecuting them, the Nazis. So we see here that he was one who was bold with, with God. He knew God's mercy and love, and he was audacious. He's humble as well in that way to recognize that. We see here in the second reading that there's a universal call to holiness that all of us are called to. He says, St. Paul says, for our gospel did not come to you in word alone, but also in power and in the power of the, and in the Holy Spirit and with much conviction. It came to you with much conviction. It came to you also in power and in the Holy Spirit. Our gospel did this. Our gospel is made for everyone. It's, it's calling upon this conviction of ours that this God, that is truth, to live by that truth, to live according to God and his ways is what brings us holiness. St. John Paul II recognized that in, his, it, that in his life, we see here that in, while in the early years of his papacy, that he was shot not just once, but twice. And what was beautiful about his life in that, 
in that moment was that he was able to forgive that assassin, or that would-be assassin. He went to the prison cell to visit that man who attempted to assassin him, to kill him. And he forgave him. So many times in life, we can be ones who go through challenges and through difficulties in forgiving and living our lives for Christ, living, giving up certain, certain things to rid ourselves of sin in life. But yet, what's beautiful about St. John Paul II is that we can take, for example, the goodness of taking up a hardship so as to live for Christ and to experience the freedom that Christ gives. He was one who knew that call to holiness in his life and that he didn't let that fall away from his purview, but that he let that be a thing that was, had penetrated his own being and how he acted toward, other, toward others. We see here then, uh, in the gospel, we see here that the... Jesus has, says, whose image and inscription is this? They replied, Caesar's. Then repay to Caesar what belongs to Caesar and to God what, what belongs to God. Us being made in the image and likeness of God, Jesus was basically saying, give me your whole lives. Give me your whole lives. That's the image you see. Give to God what belongs to God. And give to Caesar what belongs to Caesar. That little penny, little small little tax, yes, give that to Caesar. But give the whole life to God. And that's what he did. And that's what St. John Paul II did, I should say. What's beautiful about his life is that when he died in 2005, Pope Benedict XVI, when he was elected, had waived the five-year canonization wait, if you will. There's a five-year waiting period before after a person dies to begin the canonization process of a person's life. St. John Paul II, Pope Benedict did away with in that way. He said, this man was holy. This man lived for God in his life. We can see it the way he lived, the way he was a pope, the way he started World Youth Day, the way he talked about God's mercy, the theology of the body. And so we see here Pope Benedict beatified, waived that five-year rule, and he beatified him in 2011, only six short years after he died. And then on April 27, 2014, Pope John Paul II was canonized by Pope Francis. So we see here that he was a, that Saint John Paul II was a man of faith, that he was a man of holiness. And that he was not, he was unwavering in that call. He was one who lived for God and he was firm in that desire to show that love and mercy of God as well in his life. Today, as we come to the altar, let's ask our Lord that may imitate some of the virtues that St. John Paul II had. That conviction of the gospel. That fact that God is mercy and to show that mercy to others by forgiving them and to become holy after the sacred heart of Jesus. St. John Paul II, pray for us.